0: Family from the Heart podcast episode number 210. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is the podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look at what goes on in the lives of the crazy people called the Ravenscrafts.
1: I take offense to you calling me crazy. You do? No, not really.
0: (laughs) Not really? I didn't think so. Nope. How about Not the crazy lives of the Ravenscrafts?
1: Yeah, which it really has been lately.
0: It has been a little hectic, but, uh, you know, we make it through. We're we're, we're making it. Things yeah. are good. Things are good. Things are good. Uh, in fact, we got a lot of things to talk about today. And I think this is the first time out of 210 episodes, I would say this is maybe the maybe it's the third time where we knew the title of the episode before before we hit the record button.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Do you know what the title is? Yes, I do. Dropping out of the rat race. Yeah. We are resigning the race. Resigning from. Well, you're resi- resigning
1: the race. We're just supporting your decision.
0: Okay. Good. Right. Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I, I would. I would agree. I was the one who was highly engaged in the race. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I think I think the rat race is something that is not just the husband, the the breadwinner if you will or whatever. I, I think it the family could be okay. caught up in it as well. Okay. You know, the it's the the quest and and by the rat race. How would you define the rat race? I have no idea. You don't know what the right is. I would are? define the
1: rat race as a bunch of disgusting rodents <laughs> <laughs> raising what? to a finish line. Um I I honestly, I don't know how to describe the rat race, I know how you would dis- well, describe it. But how
0: I, you know, this is something that I've heard about a lot. You know, it's just the, the constant chasing for the next thing. You know, it's just, um, you know, with our, I, I, I've heard of the rat race for the longest time, and it, it really came to me as I was reading chapter two of the book *Rich Dad Poor Dad* by Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. and it talked about you know building wealth you know people who are wealthy versus you know the you, i i before reading rich dad poor dad i read secrets of the millionaire mind which uh is absolutely an amazing book by t harv Ecker. <laughs> what's so funny
1: i'm sorry richard in the chat room says quitting the rat race is cliff going to get up give up his job and insurance <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I thought
1: we gave up the rat race once already. Well,
0: the the rat race is is a little bit more. I'll, I'll I'll get into it. But so I read the book Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Yes, you did. And and I really thoroughly enjoyed that book. Yeah. It it was it was great, but it helped me it helped set in my mind, you know, just how far I could take things if I wanted to. If I set my goals high enough, I could achieve way more than i've ever attempted to achieve before way i could dream bigger than i ever dreamed possible before and and i got really excited about that and of course so much of my you know career over the last couple years of building gspn and podcast answer man and stuff like that has been about man let's take this to the next level let's take this to the next level let's take this to the next level and so much of that has been necessary But there comes to a, what happens in a lot of people's case is if you can imagine this, you get a, you get a young couple. All right. And let's just say they're both working it's a two income family. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're renting an apartment and the one husband, the husband actually gets um, a raise at work and he just increases his salary. Let's just say an extra he, he brings ex, an extra thousand dollars a month home because it was a pretty significant increase. Well, they were renting, they were very happy as a married couple renting in the in this town. it was very nice, great apartment, but all of a sudden it's like, wow, now you know we've got this extra we need to move, you know it, they they so they go out and they find this house. And stuff like that and it's still just it's just the two of them but they went ahead and bought you know a three-bedroom home and then over the course of about four or five years they add three children to it to the mix right so the the house is comfortable you know the two of the kids are sharing a room you know mom and dad have their room one of you know you got two of the same sex sharing a room and then you have the other child who is who has their own sharing room a broom closet well,
1: well, if you just want to use the Ravenscraft. <laughs>
0: well, no, I'm just saying this is just the, this is just the average thing. Thinking, I know. You know, comfortably. I mean, it, the, the question that comes in of comfort. What's comfortable? What's bursting out of the seams? You know, perspective here. But the thing is, is that over time they get to this place where, you know, to to actually be able to afford the house. He had to accept the the, the new position. But with the new position also came with new responsibilities. And as those responsibilities are happening, you know, this person's, you know, the husband's out traveling and is hardly ever home and stuff like that. And, you know,
1: I thought they bought the house because he got the raise.
0: Well, exactly. But if but if you wouldn't have he he took the job because that's not
1: how you painted it. Pick your story. Pick your story. Did he take the job so that they could (laughs) get the house or did they get the house because he got the job? That you, you have to pick your story because in both, while both may be participating in the rat race, they're participating for different reasons. Right. Like you well, said something to me a few weeks ago that um it just when you said it, it just really didn't sit well with me was that like right now is the first time that we can truly afford this house. Right. Which is not true because, you know, we kind of.
0: I had forgotten about my former life. You had forgotten
1: that you quit your job and forgot how to feed us and we just paid our mortgage for a year. (laughs) Like, really. I'm exaggerating because I'm looking my husband in the eye and and I'm speaking to him for for those who cannot see this.
0: here's the deal. Eye
1: contact, but.
0: When we moved into this house, when we, we could not w-
1: afford this house when we, when we built moved this in. house. I understand that, but it was not to participate in the rat race. There were for many reasons that yes. we, our son was very sick in the home that we were currently living in. Um, my husband was under tremendous pressure pressure because our landlords were closely related to him.
0: Our, um, la- our land, our my, landlord <laughs> was the same as my employer, was the same as this, was the same as, as like his parents. Yes. And you
1: were under great pressure from that. Um, you were turning 30 and you felt like you had to own a house. I mean, there are many reasons that we bought this house and none of them were to participate
0: in the rat race in the race. I, I agree. But at the same time, there, there was a place where there was a, a, a situation where we got into this house. We couldn't afford it. We were way in debt. I mean, we had not even started the Dave Ramsey thing. It's not because we didn't know Dave Ramsey. Oh yeah,
1: we knew of Dave Ramsey.
0: We just decided that Dave Ramsey needed. <laughs> we to... We were
1: gonna ignore Dave Ramsey because we really wanted to buy this house. Yes,
0: yeah, Dave Ramsey would not have approved. <laughs> would not have approved of us buying this house. True. Absolutely, hands down. He would not. It, it it is not according to that plan. So
1: he put we put him on the bookshelf.
0: You did, and yep. we came
1: back to him a few years later.
0: It, exactly. Actually, it wasn't a whole. It was
1: a. It was like a year and a half.
0: It was about a year yeah. or so after that. So anyway, we we decided to put Dave Ramsey on the shelf, and we borrowed one hundred and three percent on this home, mm-hmm. uh, zero money down. Uh, you know, we're we're one of the people who got one of those loans where most people defaulted on their loans and and yep. ended up couldn't pay anything. Uh, thankfully we have never missed a mortgage payment. We've never missed any of our payments. Um, been, you know, close to 30 days behind at one or two times during the 2008 year. No,
1: No, we never paid a late bill. Really? Really.
0: Wow. I, that's shocking to me. I thought we were late, like a couple weeks late. No, 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 no. Oh, that's awesome! Nope. Oh, praise God for that. Well, anyway, here's the deal. So we bought this house. We could not afford it. Right. it. It, it just, it did not. If you, if you look at my income and then you look at all of the other expenses that a family has, and when you think about the percentage that should go towards housing, yeah, right. We were this still was, paying
1: off the van. This
0: was way too much. Yep. And uh, what happened was uh, through many blessings and through a lot of hard work and working, you know, eighty, ninety hours a week. And selling more life insurance than one you could possibly ever imagine selling, and actually selling the good kind too—term life insurance mm-hmm. uh, for people who were learning how to get debt-free themselves. Because I became so passionate about it, uh, we actually worked ourselves to where by it was 2007, Seven. Mm-hmm. we became debt debt-free. Free. So, except for our mortgage, our mortgage still mm-hmm. is a debt that we carry today, but it's the only debt that we have. But uh, you're right. I forgot that we got <laughs> to the I don't know place. how
1: you forgot. How do you forget that my wife let me make a life-altering decision? Well, when the story... No, co- wait, wait. My wife supported me making a, lalt- a life-altering decision. How you do know, you forget that?
0: I don't forget.
1: I really, I really, I don't understand <laughs> how you forget that.
0: I never forget that when people ask me to tell but my way story. way to remind
1: me. Of where I've been into. Them.
0: Whatever. Come on, no, I'm teasing so you. So I just for, I literally forget that I spent 11 years of my life selling insurance you in a family run. Insur- you I can't do.
1: forget that.
0: I, but I, it just it doesn't. I've it, it seems so long. It's kind of like, do you sometimes forget what life was like before we had any kids?
1: No, because I dream about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Again, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love my children dearly, and I cannot wait. Until will they're you, home with me all summer. Will you what?
0: read what uh, Richard put in there? Because I think he must have pulled that out of a dis- description online somewhere.
1: If not, he, he is really good. Um, okay, uh, a rat race is a term used for an endless, self defeating or pointless pursuit. It conjures up the image of a futile of the futile efforts of a lab rat trying to escape while running around in a uh, running around in a in a wheel. Uh, the rat race is a term often used to describe work, particularly excessive work. In general terms, if one works,
0: yes, yes. So, and and that's you got wh- it from Wikipedia. So, I was working around the clock to get to the place where we could pay down our debt. And as right. far as I'm concerned, that was not the rat race. That was, you know, we've got a worthy goal here, you know. But then, you know, and and we did not, we didn't actually, we we were not like your average. American family that you know wow we just paid off all of our debt we're here our business you know our I, our income is here and what normally would have happened is if I was involved in the rat race then the next thing is like well gosh you know we've got a, we've got three kids now uh, it's obvious we should move into a bigger house that that's what the rat race will tell you that's if you're participating in the rat race you're always
1: like, working to the next
0: the next big bigger thing, thing, the next big thing. And you ne- ha- the
1: next bigger thing.
0: Yes. The next bigger thing that that you just have to have. You know, it's like we need this. We can't survive without this. And that and it's that mon- mindset and that mentality. And so had we participated in the rat race and jumped right into the next level of home, which we weren't even looking to do back then, thankfully. But had we did, I don't think I would have been able to. Leave my career. We would you would never have mm-hmm. been able to suggest that and support that idea because with us moving into that you know the you know two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand dollar home, I would have actually had to continuously work around the clock. I couldn't have gone to, in two thousand eight and I made eleven thousand dollars in personal income. Right, that would have not been an excess acceptable right. possibility for us. Right. And honestly, had I known that we were going to only make $11,000 that year, I don't know that I would have actually supported the idea Uh, because, wow, you talk about that was a tough year. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. Uh, Since then, I feel like I have been, you know, kind of getting into kind of like registering. You know, when you register for your marathon, you know, it's it's like I felt like somewhere down the road, I, I went in and I registered for the rat race. You know, it's like, hey, I, we've got all this extra income. Now, th- thankfully, I've got enough mindset that, you know, the Dave Ramsey stuff. Is, what?
1: I want to know where you think we have extra income.
0: Well, when we d- we've had extra income. Do you not remember the $19,000, $19,200 no, check that we just I don't wrote? see
1: that as income because we gave it a name and we put it in an emergency. That's, okay. So...
0: Then. yeah it was income though
1: i understand that but mm-hmm. that's
0: you're I've right mentally and, separated it, and we actually put down we said you know what we're putting this uh we're putting eleven thousand dollars in to take care of our real live emergency fund. we're beyond baby step number one we're not just a thousand dollar emergency fund family anymore we are a three months of income is it three months
1: it, we're not at three months yet
0: oh it's not no. i thought it was at three months of income isn't it eleven thousand?
1: i don't know maybe it is let me look so go ahead Keep talking. I, I'm
0: pretty sure it is, Stephanie. I will look. Which,
1: if it is, and I say yes, then you've just told everybody what our income is.
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not like I've ever <laughs> hidden that from anyone. I know. Uh, and and yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. So we have three months of our income. My goal. My goal was to have six months in there, but we put three. We'll get. We'll get there. We'll get there. But anyway, um, and then we set aside five thousand dollars for something we're going to talk yep. about in a little bit. So we have a special yep. thing that we wanted to do. And of course, somehow I wanted to actually uh, pay my pay for the cruise that we're going to go on in June of two thousand next year. June of next year. Mm -hmm. And um, did you just (laughs) drop your ring on the floor? Totally, (laughs) I did. You can pick it up. Thanks. So anyway, but we so we you know I I sometimes I I'm like you know what we've made a lot of right decisions we've made but somewhere I feel like I I registered our family for the rat race. Okay. And that is where when I started, it's like, ooh, gotta dream big, gotta bigger dreams, bigger dreams, bigger dreams. And and I still believe that I'm working towards my goal of becoming a millionaire by the end of 2015. I think that I'm still on that path. I'm still on that journey. And when I started to think about it, I was thinking about it in in terms of this book called The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and by T. Harv Ecker. And what happened was it, it in, encouraged you to Uh, look at your 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 wealth or whatever based upon your your uh oh what's it called net worth Mm -hmm. is that what it's called your Mm -hmm. net worth Mm -hmm. anyway but uh and it and it asks you to list all of your assets and one of the assets that it tells you to to list is your home and and even if and then of course one of your expenses on the other hand is your your mortgage but still, they, it listed your house as an asset. And then all of a sudden, when I started reading Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, it started to make me think about wealth in a completely different way. And it's not necessarily about how much you own or how many big things you have, but it, it literally is determined is, do you have more cash flow coming in than is going out? You know, and people who have, basically people who have, more cash flow coming in uh, income than what their expenses are, then that's a wealthy person. And so you could literally be a wealthy person living in an apartment. Mm-hmm. You could you could be a an extremely wealthy person living in a bi-level home in Northern Kentucky, or potentially you could end up becoming a wealthy person living in a half million or a million dollar home. But one of the things that I realized is that it took us a while to get to get to the place where I would actually consider us to today where, you know, we're we're approaching that that label of what I would call wealthy because mm-hmm. our income is consistently at a level which takes care of our expenses. Now, there are times when things come up, which we'll talk about today mm-hmm. that that, you know, push us up against that edge. So there's still what I, I guess what I'm getting at is that. I and this is what I said to Stephanie the other day. I said, you know, I feel like we're finally after, you know, building this business since 2008. I feel like we're finally at the place where we can afford to live in this house for the very first time. And I forgot that and what Stephanie reminded me is that wait a second, we were at this place before you quit your job and and started this business. Right. So you're right. This, I I
1: often I often when talking about it say before we threw our plan out the window, and we started on this new we started on this new course, but we never made a new plan. Mm-hmm. That I mean that's exactly what we did. We took the old plan and we threw it away, and we started down this journey, but we never stopped to make a plan along the way. Right. And so we've just been kind of. climbing to get by. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for a good two years. I mean, honestly, for a good two years. But so you came to me the other day and you just finished this chapter. I really want to smack all these people that read write these books. Like some <laughs> of them seriously get on my nerves. Um, but and not that they're bad books. But it's I can't keep up with your train of thought.
0: (laughs) I know it's tough.
1: Maybe you just need to stop reading for a while because (laughs) if you pick up another book and change your opinion, I really may throw something at you. But um so you come in and you're like talking about about the wealth in this new way from from the the rich dad, poor dad, and and I'm just and you're like, Well, we're doing this and we're doing and I'm like, what are you doing? talking about i had no idea like you had all of these ideas of things that we were doing with our money that i'm like okay wait i'm lost because unless we've done something that i meant nothing to me because i've forgotten it already then i i have no idea what you're talking about and I walked around for, for a few days, like, I, I listened to you, um, I cried, I yelled, beca- and then I, I even told you, I don't know why I'm yelling, except that I am passionately telling you, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> really, that's the only reason why I'm yelling is because I really want you to hear me and take this in. I think you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. But after that, I really walked around for a few days, um, just really, honestly, I, I was I was being attacked. Um... My dreams don't mean anything. Um, I'm just gonna live in your shadow for the rest of my life. And I, I was, I was really being, I was really, really being attacked because I just sat on this same podcast a few months ago and shared my goals for the year, and then all of a sudden it's like none of. And and you told me that they were okay. I'm like, I really struggle because these all seem like material goals, but they all had a reason behind them, and. And then in one conversation, none of that mattered anymore to you. That's what I was struggling with. Okay. Mm -hmm. But as I started to climb out of that and accept the fact that I was being attacked and I needed to separate what was the attack and what was what I thought about it is that I have never pictured myself living in this house for nine years. (laughs) I haven't pictured myself living in this house for longer than nine years because that had never been the plan that had never I never pictured myself raising teenagers here because that had never been the plan right and so it wasn't that it it wasn't that you were crushing my dreams it was that I needed to make a new plan
0: Right, and and for and honestly, that that's the deal. And we, you know, we started out in an apartment. Then we, you know, we rented the home from my mom and dad for a long time. We bought the house that we knew we couldn't afford, but we felt that there might be a way that I could work hard enough around the clock to make things happen to where we could afford it. And when we bought this house, our in our mind was the was the, actually if you can imagine you know, a map that has been drawn for us, which is the map of where to go next in the rat race, right. which is, uh, you we're buying this house. As a matter of fact, when we started looking at mortgages for this house, people are like, oh no, how long are you gonna be here? We're only going to be here for what four years maximum, right? That's what we both said. Yeah. That's what we both thought. Oh well, this is what you want. You want this thing where you uh, you get this one point five percent interest.
1: Yeah. You're you're already you lost me. I have no I have no recollection of any of that because I, I don't understand it.
0: Well, here I, the, the I, many honestly, people so, will understand it, is that basically you know you have an option of a a thirty year mortgage, mm-hmm. uh, with you know an interest rate of five you know about six percent. Or you could have went with a 15-year mortgage and your payments are a little bit higher, but your house is paid off in 15 years. But but they wanted to offer me, they said, well, gosh, you're only going to be in this house for four years. So let me really sign you up for the rat race because what's going to happen is I'm going to sell you what's called, I think they called it a balloon mortgage. I
1: think so. A lot Where, of people f- lost on that.
0: Oh so, yeah. yeah. We we would have lost. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, had
0: we had we signed up back then for the rat race because mm-hmm. in, in the, be, before we we didn't sign up for the rat race, we just had the map. Mm-hmm. You know, of where where the race was mm-hmm. where the route was that we were supposed to go. But anyway, they are like, "Listen, you <laughs> sign up for for 5 years, your interest rate's only 1.5% interest. That means almost all your money's going to go towards principal. But then after the 5th year, it goes up to like 13% interest." You know, but you don't have to worry about that because you're only going to be there for four years. And I'm like, no, I, I, you know what? What what's the rate if I do a thirty year mortgage? Let, let's talk about that. And and so I put my foot down and I said, no, I'm not going to take that chance because I recognize because I'm an insurance agent. I see what happens in people's lives. I recognize things may go differently than what's planned, and and so things had gone differently. And so mm-hmm. thankful we thankfully we did lock in a really great interest rate for a 30 year period of time and we did not go with that uh so but the thing is is when we moved into this house the idea was that we'd be here for four years and we'd move into that next home you know and and you know it, we knew it was going to be a couple years to and working around the clock to be able to afford this house and then the it, the next obvious thing is to just to bump right up right and of course that just means i'm going to have to work that much harder or continue that pace to pay that new mortgage
1: i really i disagree with you okay and, and i
0: i i'm ready for you to disagree that's fine i
1: i disagree with you i think that we both um well i know that we both we remember things differently okay and that is that's absolutely fine um at that point in time we were still planning for you to take over for your dad yeah i mean it, it was just it was a different it was a different lifestyle we were living it wasn't so much that we were signed up for any, I mean, we were just living differently. We were living on a different plan. We had, you know, our, our life, what we thought what was going to be different than what it is now. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't worked in 11 years outside of our home.
0: Outside of our home. Cause you certainly have worked.
1: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm to add that in. I don't just sit on the couch all day. Although sometimes I haven't I would, worked
0: outside of our home in quite some time either.
1: No, you have. I, I had to take Megan some ibuprofen before we recorded this show. And I, um, Stephanie's
0: like, do you want to go see the sun? I said,
1: you want to see the sunshine? He's like, what? I like, you want to ride with me?
0: <laughs> you want to leave the house club? <laughs> would,
1: would you like to leave today? I'm giving you an offer. So <sighs> I just think that we remember things differently. I don't, I, I, think I don't there remember were a lot really of things
0: that I thought that I never shared with you. Okay. as far as what my dreams of the future would be
1: all right that's um, that's very fair yeah i also think that 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 yeah that's very fair
0: yep all right so here here's the thing uh, so
1: you're, you're getting out of the race and what does that mean
0: well, b- before I, I do want to say one other thing, because I did re- misrepresent something that Robert Kiyosaki said. Okay. Because I, as I was thinking about it, and I noticed that Jonathan wrote something in the chat room. Um, I, I, now that I think more clearly about it, wealth. What you be? Um, Robert Kiyosaki says, uh, "Would define wealth is a wealthy person, and we are not there yet, because a wealthy person is where one has assets, where they own assets which basically generate income." Not things that are just worth, that have a potential value if you were to sell them at a certain price, but literally an asset such as things that like stock that is paying interest or a dividend. Um, then there's also uh, an, another. Optional uh, and you know, you could actually have notes and people are paying you interest on it Or if you own real estate that's generating income because you're renting out property or own some commercial real estate or something like that it, You know, these are assets and, and basically the idea is how you become wealthy is is that instead of buying things that are um, are uh, Expense that are expenses, you know that come with expenses buy things buy assets instead buy things that actually produce income and and a person becomes truly wealthy when their s assets are generating more income than their expenses so whereas my income right now still requires a lot of my one-on-one working you know hours for the income that comes in I have some assets that are starting to actually, you know, work for themselves. Like th- there are many aspects of my business now that are like assets, like digital product sales and stuff like that, that are generating revenue. And I'm starting to build things to where my business actually, you know, certain things, certain sections could potentially generate revenue without my directly being involved. Right. Uh, so, so I do, I do want to just clearly, you know, clear up the whole idea of what, what Kiyosaki says wealth is because that, that's important. But the idea is that I felt like, you know, one of the things that I had brought to the table this year was I knew what Stephanie's dreams are, and I know that these are big things. And, you know, I by, by golly, by the end of the year, since we're dreaming big, and I had just finished reading Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, it's like, you know what, the next thing by the end of 2012, we will have plans for our next house, you know, and, and I know that in your mind, that next house would not just be what the same was, was what was in my mind. The next house entails you know, building you know, a custom design and and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, okay, well, we're going to make this happen because I'm going to work hard around the clock. I'm going to make things happen. And I know that the next four or five years, I can actually get myself my income to the level that will allow us to make all that stuff happen. So by golly, let's put this on the plan. Let's put that that goal there. And so I generated the goal by the end of 2012, we will have a plan to get out of this house and into the next one. What?
1: Mm-mm. Yes.
0: Did I get any of that? Did I get any of it right? Yeah. Okay. It's fine. So anyway, um, when we were watching you, act, do you want to tell people about the company man or company men? It's what a this, very good movie. <laughs> tell people what this movie is about.
1: Um, this movie is about um a group of men who work for the same company, and then one by one start to be let go, and um, and how that affects their lives. And they're all at different um, ages. They all have um, different level um, years of experience with a company. I mean, they they've all been there a long time. It, it's a it's a big deal, and they so it's it's about how it affects. Each of their lives and and what they're gonna do next when everything of who they are depended on that job, like even their identity was dependent upon that job and it's just gone and they're basically they're they're redefining themselves and what they want and and what they um
0: what they find acceptable is a they, living absolutely as far as living experience right.
1: it's a very good it's a very good movie
0: the what really spoke to me and 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 if you want to blame it on robert kiyosaki you can but it was robert kiyosaki's chapter chapter 2 in conjunction with company men that really got me thinking about this goal of building the next you know moving into the next house and having that plan by the end of this year and it was the... I just
1: want to say really quick that that my idea for the custom design is coming on the fact that Cliff refuses to live in another neighborhood. <laughs> and that you're not just going to move out into the middle of, of, of a field and find a house there. Right. It, it doesn't really work. You're going to have to create a house there. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's where my idea for... It's I not know. that I have these great big wants and... I know. And that I, I want this enormous house. It's that Cliff wants to move into the middle of the the
0: (laughs) nowhere I want to I want to go to the magical candy mountain
1: hold on hold on Cliff wants to move out into the middle of nowhere where we can't get city water and we can't get internet access and I'm like um hello we kind of have a business based on internet access (laughs) so anyway that's where my idea for custom design I don't want this huge half a million million dollar house I know because I don't want to have to clean it I just that's where anyway
0: i know where it came i just from. wanted
1: to clarify for those who are listening who might think that i am crazy no which i am crazy but not that brand of crazy
0: not that brand huh yeah so here's the situation i i during company men yes there is the scene who, who's the main character in this one well there's a lot but uh, um is it matt damon ben affleck ben affleck yeah. they're like the same people no they're
1: not <laughs> because matt damon is so much cuter
0: all right so who was this? It was, a, it was this, Ben Affleck. This was Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And now I can't get that duck out know, of my right? coat. I know, right? I know.
1: Affleck. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway, right. so. Feel better now? Yes, I okay. do. Hold on. How are we doing? Oh, my goodness. Already 32 you, minutes.
1: You talked a lot. I tried to change the subject like four times, but. Well, this is. You this, were really determined to define that rat race.
0: Well, I I think it's important. All right. I think a lot of people are on it and, and maybe don't even know. Okay. So. In, ben Affleck in, in the movie Ben Affleck's character his wife said you know he had lost his job he's like you know no I'm not cutting back expenses no I'm not giving up my Porsche no I'm not giving up this no we're not canceling country club no we're not canceling this no we're not selling the house <laughs> he refused he was in the rat race yes he you know was. he's it's like it, it was that endless mindless pursuit of all of these things and he would not give it up he would not drop out and his, his dad, you know, had this old house that dad's lived in ever since he was a kid, right? right. He's like, so, I couldn't
1: wait to get out of that house.
0: It, and his, and his wife's like, you know what? Your dad's got that extra room. Yeah. You know, or two, two extra, extra rooms.
1: Because they had two kids.
0: And so you, your dad's got two extra rooms. We could live with your dad for a short period of time. And he's like, that will never happen. I will never in a million years do that. Absolutely not. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and it's like, we could, that is, that is not, I mean, that is not even acceptable as, as far as a, a of, of, a, you know, living arrangement it's no, it is unacceptable. And, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, this movie goes through and his, he gets an offer from his brother-in-law for a job because he can't, and they find don't like tr- each other and they hate each other. And the
1: brother's played by Kevin Costner. Is that who that was? Yeah. I
0: Absolutely. didn't know that. Oh, okay. That's so funny. I didn't even know who that was. Yeah. But um anyway A lot of big names. It, 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 this big is a great movie. If you movie. haven't seen Company Men, go watch Company Men.
1: I, I really enjoyed this movie. It's a man's movie.
0: I would like to watch it again.
1: I would watch it again.
0: I would like to watch it again. It was it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, so so he gets a job with his brother in law doing carpentry work and and doesn't really I mean it's not really what he's supposed to do, but you know what happens is he's not good at it is what you could see is that when he when they had the big house when he had his fine Porsche when he had all of these things his relationship with his wife wasn't all that great because he was working all the time his relationship with his kids wasn't all that great because he was working all the time but man they had the, they had the big house the fancy cars they had you know the country club they had all of the things the rat race has to offer but what they didn't have was true joy and happiness in their life and 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 then there you know and i know this is just a movie but i i've seen this i've seen people who have less live more content lives and that's mm-hmm. where i'm getting to is is this idea of being content mm-hmm. and and saying you know what it, it, gosh I, I look at the and the story is is that he's working for his brother-in-law and they do move in with his dad and their families doing okay i mean financially it sucks all right financially this is a horrible situation but just like in 2008 our family suffered financially in a way that we had never dreamed we would suffer financially in 2008 to start this business that was the toughest financial times we've ever lived in Mm -hmm. but we made it through you know, we, we, we made it through. And, and so many times I found our, myself saying, you know, there's just no way that, you know, we can continue to live in this house and we can do it. But then I think, well, gosh, what if this was, you know, you know, somebody's dad's house and, and there's two extra, it's like, there's enough room right now in this house where we have our own bedroom. McKenna has her own bedroom. Matthew has his own bedroom and Megan has his own, her own bedroom mm-hmm. and the studio has its own space. And is there room for a treadmill in any room in this house? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> or is there?
1: Right. Or so, is there? So we are. We are um, not. I really would turn around and erase number nine right now because it like it, it bothers me being up there. All right. It does. Um, and um, but we're not um, we're not making plans to move out of um this house any time right now, like anytime. And, um, and I'm starting to really, you know, I do. I want to, I want to have trying to be very careful because I know my parents listen to this. I want to be there for my kids in a way that my parents weren't there for us. Mm hmm. Not that they were doing anything wrong, not that they were even in the rat race, Mm -hmm. but I want, I want to be there. I want you to be there. Um, and there is enough room in this house to do that. There is.
0: It, it wasn't. It, and what's funny is it. There. there it, honestly, before we started talking about this, before we said, you know, is before I came to you and Steph, said, Stephanie, I'm really struggling with this goal that I've set for us. I'm really thinking that you know, I. It's. It's just adding a lot of stress for me to continue to try to do things and push things before they're. I think it's time.
1: That conversation might have went better if you started that I know. way.
0: Well, I've learned. <laughs> I've learned how to rephrase it. <laughs> my friends i totally screwed that one up
1: that one that that might have went better <laughs> if, if you would have started that way oh, like really i just wanted to go to a movie <laughs> yeah so that was but that was two weeks ago that was right it was two it, weeks it was, ago but be two prior, weeks prior
0: to that conversation this house had absolutely no possible potential for us at all yeah. moving forward It, it literally our, our minds could not see living in this house more than another 18 months.
1: Well, no, because we had already agreed on three years.
0: Oh, did we agree on up we to did, three years? Because
1: remember, I had even
0: But even beyond I had that. even
1: told like the whole make a plan for a new home was that at the end of this we knew that it was going to be three more years. Right. Um we had come to that decision in the the making the plans for the new carpet and, and the new um, flooring in the kitchen and the bathrooms upstairs. So um so we had already agreed on the three years, but I I honestly believe God showed us some space. Yep. God showed us a whole lot of space that is in our house <laughs> being unused.
0: Mm-hmm. Twenty five percent of the square footage of our home
1: is being unused.
0: Twenty five percent of our home is completely unused.
1: And so the new plan is that by the end of next year, right? Can mm-hmm. I say that?
0: Yeah the The new plan.
1: The new plan is that by the end of 2013, yep. we will have finished our garage, which will become the gspn.tv TV
0: world headquarters. World
1: headquarters <laughs> uh, and studio, and then and um,
0: workout room
1: and yeah slash workout room and um and then we can put Matthew in here, mm-hmm. which will give him a bigger room. Yep. Um, because right now he really is living in like a broom closet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I love I love listening to him because he is like up until this point, up until right now, where and we have not told him that there's the the potential for him to move downstairs. That's not information that we've we've shared with him yet. But um but I love he's like, I don't want to move. I like it here. I I can't imagine living anywhere else right now, you know. And I'm like, I, I know, buddy, I know. And then like the next one will be like, Mom, my room is really small. I want a bigger <laughs> room. <laughs> but I thought you didn't want to move. So, um, so we will finish the garage and move the studio out there. And then we can put Matthew in here.
0: And then his room would become...
1: His room would become our guest room. So that when we have company come in, that um, they will have a place to stay and one of our kids doesn't have to give up their space. Yep. Absolutely it's the right next step it is it's the right next step because here's what i don't want to get into a bigger house and to continue have to say no to my kids all the time because we have a bigger mortgage and we have you know bigger insurance and and it's just costing more i don't want to continue i want to say okay you need new pants perfect let's go You know, and not because we didn't budget the the clothing money, but because there's more clothing money to budget, you know. Um, We spent $80 on pants for one child this month because they had to have a certain color of pants for this function and a certain color of pants for that. And my kids don't wear those kind of pants regularly, you know. Um, Megan doesn't wear khakis, and so we had to go buy them. But um, I want to be able to say yes more often you know I do I know you would probably disagree with this but the other day we were at the Disney store I was looking for something specific they didn't have it so we I didn't buy anything Matthew really really wants the Iron Man gun I really really wanted to tell him yes McKenna really 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 wanted something and I really wanted to tell her yes but that money's not budgeted I would love just to have Sometimes, not all of the time, but sometimes just, yes, you can have that. Yes, you can. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to give into their every want and desire. And there are some times where I'm going to be able to say, you know what? You want that right now. But when we get home, there's going to be something you want more. So let's wait a few days. And if you still want that, then maybe we can you know, come back and get it. I'm able to do that. I haven't totally thrown delayed gratification out the window, but there are times when I want to say yes to my kids and I can't. And I don't want to keep moving up and move, moving up so that I spend their entire lives telling them no. Are you following yep. me? Because you look lost.
0: No, I, I'm following you.
1: Okay. Anyway.
0: No, I, I, I think that's right. And I think we're closer to being, to getting to the place where we can do that right now
1: absolutely we're not there yet no we're not
0: but we're closer that's why
1: i had to turn to my son and i said matthew i already told you no three times and if you ask me that again (laughs) i may lose my mind you i i even said to him and i had a couple moms look at me weird that day but i didn't care because i am free to tell my child i already told you i'm not buying you something today
0: nice (laughs) that's what i said you are free to say that
1: I am free to say that I already told you I'm not buying you anything today.
0: So anyway, I, that, that that's pretty much it. We've I've decided I am I am withdrawn. I am resigning from the rat race. I I no longer look to win it because uh, right. I don't number 1. I don't think the rat race could ever be won. Right. Um and and, and so I've decided not to. And there's, now the thing is as far as we're concerned, there is currently no plans to move out of this house at all. Right now that doesn't mean we won't ever move out right, of this house. But there
1: are no plans currently.
0: But I can tell you right now one of my desires is if we ever move out of this house, I would love it if and 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 this is a big dream in my head, but it would be nice if I owned enough assets that I that that are generating income to where number 1 this this entire mortgage is paid off that the whatever we sell this house for could be paid towards the down payment of the new house and then we take whatever the mortgages which would still be our only debt right and as long as all of our assets that we own are generating enough income to cover all of our expenses at that time that's when it I think that's when it's time to move it, if if we feel led to do so mm-hmm. and I, I think that that this just it frees up so much of my mind and and it's and it's not let like, you know, I still have the desire. I still have the desire to to generate that. You know, to to have my net worth, if you will, or whatever, to go up to. You know, be beyond being a millionaire by the end of 2015 and stuff like that. But just because there's that kind of income or that kind of you know stuff, that doesn't have to mean we have to move. We have to do. We have to do. And and certainly, in my mind, it it was it was becoming stressful to to think that I need to. I need to generate that so that I can fulfill some kind of you know expectation upon what has to happen for right. me to achieve success in life right and I mean success for my family. you know I I'm not successful as a father unless I can provide my family with the house that they if, that that we desperately feel like we need or want to have and so the thing
1: is is that we have the house that we need
0: yes. And the question is whether or not can we want the house we have?
1: We're working on that.
0: Yes, we are. And by the way, uh, we mentioned that not only have we gotten to the place where we have been so blessed that we have some money set away, set aside for three months of my income, uh, but we also have $5,000 that is set aside for something else. We've mentioned it just lightly before, but before Stephanie tells you about what she went and paid for today, uh, we're going to say thank you to our sponsor, Well, later, much later than we (laughs) normally do. Our sponsor is Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. If you go to Mardell.com slash G-S-P-N, you'll see a list of our featured products there. Mardell has been a sponsor for the uh, Family from the Heart podcast for a very long time. Uh, For Now they've uh, committed to sponsoring us for four and a half years. And uh, we told you we have a big mortgage. And every single month since we started this podcast, uh that one sponsorship from Mardell has paid our mortgage. This podcast has paid our mortgage.
1: Would pay our mortgage if that's the way we did our
0: Well, yeah. I mean right. it's the not the amount like we,
1: that is coming in yes. isn't a, the, the, a correct amount to pay our that's mortgage.
0: Correct. So that's what we you know But we, the
1: business finances and the Ravenscroft finances are completely separate. <laughs> yes,
0: they are. So uh, you just
1: make it sound like we're just oh cool let's go do that yeah it does
0: sound like that I that's imagine.
1: not what it's like yeah we all.
0: have to launder that money somehow
1: <laughs> yeah really you're getting
0: no right. make we sure
1: have- he's the one arrested not me. No.
0: we we have to actually take that money pay out forty percent right so uh, not forty yeah. maybe thirty yeah. percent pay out thirty percent so- to the government. And then they
1: get a lot of it. I guess maybe but, yeah.
0: I guess technically speaking, when you take out the Texas, it's just under enough to pay our mortgage. Just under <laughs> enough.
1: It should maybe short like the entire amount, you know, <laughs> I don't know but, uh, but, uh, but I know I'm but, kidding. But but Mardell
0: is awesome. Mardell is awesome. Featured product. You want to tell somebody about some products that Mardell has that would be um, that's on our want list, right? Yes,
1: now. Yes. On my on my want list is going in my June budget Um, will be the Summer Bridge books for um, Matthew and McKenna. To keep them working and to keep their brains sharp this summer.
0: Summer Bridge. What are they?
1: Summer Bridge. Um, they are workbooks um, that are full of math and um, the older books have, have geography and, and science. And I mean, it's just like all of the subjects. Um, keeping your child's um, brain stimulated academically through, throughout the summer because there can be a lot of learning loss when you take an entire summer um off
0: yeah it it really is you know I walk away from podcasting there there have been times when we go away for like 10 or 14 days we've gone away for two weeks and I come back and I'm like how do I do this but, podcasting right, thing exactly. or how do we do these show notes? How do we post this? And it's like, you get out of the habit of doing things for a while and the kids, you know, you were always joking about Phineas and Ferb, you know, they're, right. they're 104 songs.
1: days of summer vacation.
0: And you always said, who has 104 days? Well, this year, how many do This our kids? year,
1: we're almost, gonna, we're going to have, um, n- just under 90 days.
0: So al- it, yeah, so almost 90 days almost of 90 summer days vacation. Of,
1: this is the longest summer that my children have ever had um so it's three months we're getting out way earlier
0: three months without any i mean could you imagine three months without any thoughts of a fraction a decimal point um you know all of those i know
1: yeah i ain't doing too well after 16 years of no thoughts about it
0: well and that's the thing so So, the summer bridge does is it, it basically just keeps their your mind fresh on some of these things it does they work on a work a couple pages out of a workbook uh, each day and and is it each day or is it it's not it's, even that it's broken
1: down into days um it is by maybe by section i don't know i i don't remember exactly but um but it's just like it is it's it's one or two pages a day depending on how much you want your kid to do a day right. honestly i think that that's what it boils down to um so i'm i'm gonna be buying um mckenna and matthews from ardell that it is um it's based on grade level so I will get McKenna the 1st to 2nd grade because she just finished the 1st and she's going into the 2nd and Matthew will get the 5th to 6th because he's going into the 6th grade. Yeah. And um but I will say I'm looking for something for Megan. Summerbridge doesn't go
0: Oh. to
1: that grade level. Um so I'm looking for something for her to keep her
0: her mind Stim- yeah. stimulated. Yeah. So if anybody has any thoughts especially on that, especially
1: because she's my one who would check out, like she really will check out. And so if anybody has any thoughts on what I can do for a, um, for a seventh grader, she'll be going into the seventh grade in August that, um, you can share that with me at, um, what?
0: No, go ahead say at what? And then I'll tell you.
1: Hmm. Well, just, just email me.
0: Stephanie Stephanie
1: at gspn.tv.
0: And it's P-H.
1: P-H-A-N-I-E.
0: Yep. So uh, Shonda says, I found a digital photography mini course for my son from Mardell, of course.
1: Megan would love something like that.
0: Shonda, would you please email Stephanie at gspn.tv a link to that. that would
1: be awesome.
0: Digital photography mini course. Now
1: that's separate from actually keeping her academically stimulated, but that's something that I think she'd be really interested in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, I need to find out about basketball camp. Dang okay. it. Go ahead. I'm going to.
0: All Well, thank you, Mar- but- Mardell. Use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. You get 10% off of everything you get there, including your Summer Bridge materials. That's right. And also, it's a perfect way to say thank you to them for making sure that this content continues to come about uh, over and over again. And Daryl's saying, Cliff, did you see my comments about something? And no, I didn't. Uh, so let me just click here um, it's, it's a link that he's putting in here. And if you guys want, you can go to mardell.com slash homeschool slash resource center dot a S P X. So it's the homes Mardell homeschool resource center. Uh, so I guess this is something that's new and, um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll put a link to this in our show notes as well. All right, moving on. Stephanie, tell us about what are we doing with the $5,000 that we've set aside in our savings account?
1: We are replacing all of the flooring um, in the upstairs of our house. So um, the living room, hallway, and stairs, and um, the all three bedrooms are getting new carpet, which I am super excited about. And it's darker, which I'm super <laughs> excited about. Um, and we were able to um, get new flooring in the kitchen and in both of the bathrooms upstairs i like i'm really excited about the carpet i really am but i'm more excited about the kitchen floor i have to admit um something compelled us to get white linoleum when we built this house now i will tell you there were not many options to choose from um we went with the you know the basic builder package that's that's what the, the stuff that we chose to put in this house. And so there were not a lot of linoleum options to choose from, but what we went with is white. Why on earth we thought that was an acceptable idea when number one, we're messy people, and number two, we had two small kids. They were two and four when we moved in. Actually, they were two and three. Megan had her fourth birthday here. Um So why we had white linoleum is beyond me. But here we are eight and a half years later with this white linoleum that never looks clean. Even after I mop it, I can get on my hands and knees. I literally cleaned it with bleach one day um, until my hands were raw and it still looked dirty. (laughs) Like I cannot get this floor to look clean because it's just, it's worn now. It's eight and a half years old. It's lived its life.
0: Have we lived here that long, really?
1: Yeah, it'll be nine years in October. Wow. Yeah,
0: it doesn't seem that uh, a bit like it, we've been here that long. Yep, that's crazy. I know. Anyway, so maybe so, it's
1: not actually eight and a half, but we're coming up on that on that mark. It'll be nine years in October that we've lived here. We moved in in October of two thousand
0: three. Wow. So I I'm excited. I mean, our you know you honestly? I think that once you mop when you mop I the kitchen floor, it looks wait. great. Um but the, you're seeing
1: it with different eyes than I am. I
0: I do see it with different eyes than you do. Uh but here's the deal. Our carpet upstairs is, is disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> it it has it is worn. It has It's uh, lived its
1: life. I mean we've gotten Oh, it's everything, more than its life. We've gotten everything that we could get out of this carpet. And again, it's a light color. What yeah. were we thinking? I don't know. We really weren't we really weren't thinking. Yeah. I don't
0: well, we went and shopped at you know one of those big department like home stores. Uh, I wouldn't say it. We went to Home Depot. We went to Home Depot. I don't think they're ever going to have to sponsor our podcast. I so. don't think so. <laughs> but anyway, we went there and got a quote from them, and it was a ele- it was eight thousand dollars. It was. Um, you know, and to to kind of do what we wanted to do, and I'm like, eh, that's more than what we have in our budget, and I'm really not interested in pulling any of that money out of the you know, the emergency fund that that is there. That's just not going to happen. And so, you know, we put it off and put it off and put it off until finally, you know, we had some time to go and s- research some other places. And we were thinking, you know, we're going to set aside $5,000 and we'll do what we can and we think about our priorities. And so we were thinking, you know, for $5,000, we'd be able to replace all the carpet upstairs and do the steps. And, and uh, you know, that as long as that we can, be, right. we, we'd probably have a little bit left over. But, you know, we'll save that and and do the other items in the priority that we had them listed. Well, it turns out that we went to Buddy's Carpet. We did. And uh, John helped us. He's a very nice guy. And uh, they are very eager for business up there.
1: They really are.
0: And uh, basically, he says, so, and I told him, I said, you know, our, our budget is we, we have to have this done under 5000 mm-hmm. He goes, under 5000 And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I can do your whole upstairs for under 5,000. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he so you're looking, because we were looking at linoleum and we were talking about yeah. what our next plan would, you know, what stage two would look like. And he's like, no, nah, yeah, absolutely. There's no question I can do it. So it actually is 5,325. 25. 5,325. Mm-hmm. So, I basically am gonna to have to come up with an extra three twenty-five. The funny
1: thing, I you said he, they were eager for our business is that when he called because he's like, oh, this is gonna come in um, under or right at five thousand dollars, and when he called to tell me that it was fifty-three twenty-five, I really thought. I mean, I by the just the tone of his voice and the wording that he was using, he thought we were gonna cancel the whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: he was freaking out, <laughs> and I'm just like, I really wanna make that work, just because I know that he really tried to work. Mm-hmm. He really tried to work the numbers to get it as much at 5000 as as he could. And the thing is, had our builder not made a mistake and took a shortcut, it would have come in at under $5,000. Yeah. It would have. Right. But um, they messed up the linoleum the first time and then they cut it and they laid a new layer over top of that instead of... Um,
0: Instead of of taking up
1: the first one. So instead of coming in, now normally getting new linoleum, what they would do is come in and lay it over top of the first one. But they've already done that. So they have to tear up all of the linoleum, which will probably mean, no, which means replacing the subfloor, which means it's not under $5,000. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine because I'm going to have new linoleum in my kitchen. I don't really care what they have to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's only $325 more than what we were expecting. We
1: are going to have to budget to not eat in the kitchen for three days, though, because it's going to take three days worth of...
0: Chipotle, here we come.
1: Not three days in a row. We'll have to throw in something
0: else. All right. He says so.
1: Oh, my. So, um...
0: Wow, we are at one hour. But
1: yeah, by the end of the month, that's because you talked too much. You can't even get through a whole list of topics that you make me come up with, (laughs) because you talk about boring stuff too much.
0: Boring stuff. That's.
1: I don't even get to talk about like my life. It's your crazy (sighs) life. That's what this show has been like the last four weeks. This is not a continuation of Pursuing a Balanced Life. If you need more time to talk, record another program. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I love you.
1: I love you too. But by the end of May, we should have new carpet and new flooring upstairs.
0: Yes, we should. Kitchen,
1: bathrooms, bedrooms, all over. Super excited.
0: Super excited.
1: And we already have a quote to do downstairs, so we know how much it'll cost to do that we already know how much to start saving to do down here
0: excellent and we'll probably do down here
1: when we do that when
0: we're actually finishing the the garage
1: which we also need to get a quote on
0: yes we do anyway my friends thank you for tuning in until next time we encourage you to live life
1: with purpose